0: Bill Stone once said, willingness to take risks is the path to success. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nerdy Optometrist, a podcast channel for all things optometry. And this is your host, Ukti Mora. Before we get started on the episode, do remember to like, share, and subscribe, and share this podcast with all your friends and colleagues in the industry. While if you take a closer look at the quote where I started, willingness to take the risk is something that defines my guest for today. She has taken risks constantly and has redefined how you all should live your life. I'm so glad and honored to have Miss Susan Sental with us today, who is now joining the part of the nerdy family. Susan is known to reinvent herself at the age of 52, leaving behind a national sales management position in architectural lightning to join the visionary world of optical distribution. While for all those who are thinking it's too late, trust me, it. It's never too late because she's an icon right now in the industry. Susie's previous roles included where she served in architecture and design industry, running her own sales agency while furnishing luxury resorts and hotels worldwide. You can definitely see the luxury part in the way she dresses up. She definitely gives complex to lot of us out here. She has engaged followers with inspiring videos, cross-marketing with her customers, and building brands collectively. She's all, uh, She is known in an optical industry with her lot of initiatives to begin with an optical distributor, accessory designer of an optical pouch, the original FTG, frame to go. If you haven't checked that out, I'll be dropping the link of that product and it is definitely a must have for each and every one of us who are part of the industry and as well as something that you want to give to all your patients. She's the nominee of RBC's 2122 Women of Influence, mentor for Elevate Women, entrepreneurs, feature writer at Optical Prism magazine, co-author at Pursuit 365. Her mission is to deliver valued product, add excitement and carry the most innovative styles of fashion frames. And if you ever even have bumped onto her profile, her frames Her look is phenomenal. And I think based on our offline conversation, that was also the reason why she decided to be part of the industry. So a very warm welcome, Susie. And it's such a pleasure to have you on this episode.
1: That was one of the most beautiful introductions I've ever had. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Wonderful. I mean, I have to say for all the audiences, she was a little bit unwell, but he, she she's so dedicated. She decided to get back and we're recording this. You can see like, you know, like, uh, like how dedicated she is towards the eye care industry. Though I have briefly mentioned about being into architectural and designing now into optical, I want to know a little more about how that transition actually happened. Tell us a little more about the story there.
1: Well, thank you for asking. It's such a great story, and I believe reinvention's a big part of our lives, and many of us go through many opportunities in our life to take chances. And uh, while I was away on vacation, uh, my Ray-Bans broke. I went into a small opticians, and as they were repairing the temple, I discovered the most beautiful hand-painted frames. And uh, I refer to them today as my magical frames because I purchased the frames and the following year I was stopped just about everywhere. People wanted to know where I got the frames from, who the designer was, how they were made. And I was just fascinated by the response to this beautiful piece of art that I decided to don on my face every day. Um, A year later, In coming back from a trade show at the Javits Center in New York, the BDNY, the Boutique Design Fair, I was traveling with one of our customers. And as we were flying home, I took off the frames and I looked at her and I said, you know, Tanya, I should really be selling these. I've I've taken them off at least 100 times this past weekend. And her response was, you know, Suzanne, I would buy those frames. And at that moment, I just had this epiphany. So the following morning, when I was doing my follow-up correspondences, I wrote this company. Uh, It was a completely blind email. And within two hours, we were on Skype because nine years ago, there was no Zoom. And 10 minutes into the call, I don't know what came over me. I was so inspired by the president's philosophy and and the conversation and how they were building their brands uh, across the globe that I suggested that I would pay for my ticket to fly to Israel, which is where they were based. And that I would, you know, anticipate him covering the expense while I was there. So we would go in partners to see if there was synergy. And if in fact we both felt that there was a future and if there was, I would certainly consider being an optical distributor for their line. To which he responded, when can you be here? So um, two weeks later, I boarded a flight. I didn't know who I was meeting, where I was going. All I knew was that I was wearing my magical glasses. And I couldn't wait to explore the next chapter of this possibility. And that's where it started.
0: (laughs) I am so, so happy that you bumped into that magical glasses and you bought them and that this entire incident happened with you because of which uh, you have shown the industry a complete new picture of, you know, how eyewear is sometimes underrated where people just focus on like, you know, something to correct glass, something to correct your vision. And it is an actually an accessory if worn well can add on to your personality add on to your confidence and it is so much more which many of us even being in the eye care industry sometimes underestimate and if we are not able to translate or you know carry that thing ourselves it might also become difficult to you know pass it on to our patients so i know many of us are like would want to try but are hesitant but your journey of, you know, how you changed industry just based on your belief is truly inspirational. And I'm hoping people who are looking into, you know, trying to experiment something in whichever space they want to, would like want to pick up and feel like let's do it today.
1: That's wonderful. Well, I'm so pleased that you're inspired because, you know, you're younger than I am and you are the future. And people that are coming up in the optical industry, I feel really view this not only as a profession but as a passion and that to me makes all the difference in our day-to-day work when you're passionate about what you do you know and if you believe you will achieve i i'm 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 a believer.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. There is this one thing which I've been talking in my previous episodes, which I also want to kind of bring it up here. Though in the introduction, as I said, right, you came from a complete different industry and you are like excelling in a complete new industry with all your experience. Something that I like to highlight here is transitional skills. Sometimes we are just stuck with the fact, say, if I'm in academia or if I'm seeing patients, I might not be able to do something of my own or change something different that I'm doing from my regular work, right? You might have a little hesitation, but what you have shown that you're a niche of, you know, seeing art, seeing beauty, you had this eye for picking what, how can you make something look luxury? How can... You can make something look beautiful, you use that talent and add it in a different industry altogether. So you need not know everything, you should just be passionate about something and your transitional skills will help you excel, you know, in whichever direction you go.
1: You, you nailed it on the hedge. You know, if you're willing to take chances, if you're willing to have an open and broad mind, and if you're a creative at heart, you know, you are curious and in taking this journey wherever it might lead you and never have a regret you know because there is just so much color and texture and knowledge in our industry and so many people really have have no clue because they don't know the optical industry the way we do right but as each year you know, begins. There's so many new designers, so many new techniques, manufacturers. There's so much newness in our industry and innovation in healthcare and eye care. It's just a marvel. I I will be a student of this industry for a lifetime. I have mm-hmm. no doubt.
0: I have said this even multiple times. If you are if you for whatever reason, anytime you bump into the eye care industry, you're not going back. This is what we do to people from every part of life. If you enter our eye care industry, there is no way out. So you are definitely here for the rest of your life.
1: Well, well it's funny because I've heard an expression, you know, multiple times now. And I, I find myself quoting it that many who join the optical industry never leave. And now I really know why, you know, and there you go. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So I also want to kind of be starting or being part of this industry, right? Like, say just focusing on the eyewear and being a designer, working with a designer, being an optical distributor would still be a set path because there are people around you can learn. But starting your own company is a complete different initiative altogether. So you didn't try to do some one thing, but you try to do multiple things here. So tell me a little more about What was your motivation to start your own company? And how was that journey like?
1: Well, I had two employers in the last 10 years prior to joining the optical industry. And I must say the experience of working for others after raising children and taking that block of time off, re-entering the industry and being an employee and being a part of a culture and a community and an industry was wonderful. But when I fell in love with these glasses, I fell hard. And when it comes to true love, (laughs) there's very little that can dissuade that. I just followed my path. And as I started with this one collection, we were approached by other collections. And I had a very unique mindset as to how I wanted to build our collections And I started styling some really cool people and we had a tremendous amount of support from our cohorts in the industry. So when I would do trade shows, I was just as keen on styling the exhibitors as I was the attendees because I wanted everyone to feel beautiful in our frames. It was really a life-changing experience to put on these glasses for myself And I wanted to share that with others.
0: So uh, also tell us a little more about your initiative about like Frames to Go, because that is a very innovative product. When I first saw it, I'm like, this is so cool, so simple. And I don't know why we didn't think about it.
1: Sure. I have a couple with me. So in traveling across Canada, in traveling... Wearing a lot of different pairs of glasses because I have many. Um, I'd love to actually show you some of my new frames. I have a new frame in, in the other room I, but these frames are just amazing. Um, so what would happen would be, you know, in wanting to sport all these fabulous sunnies and and frames and specs, I would misplace them or not be able to find them when I needed them, or occasionally they would fall out of my hands and the lenses would get scratched. Um, And of course, then there was the bulkiness of all these cases. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I got very frustrated and I remember very clearly waking up one summer night, the middle of the night, and I had this vision And I keep a notepad and pen on my night table, which I recommend for everyone because you never know what your brain could be doing while you're asleep. Um, And I drew it and I went back to bed. And the following day, I placed a post on LinkedIn, you know, asking for help, uh, requesting the support of accessory designers who specialized in bags and I connected with an amazing Parisian who was in Montreal at the time doing um, some subcontracting work for Roots and Rudsack. And I liked her at Hello, she was so in style and she she just carried herself beautifully and I could tell by her confidence that there was a lot of talent there. So I showed her my sketch and we worked on it and developed it together and uh, six months later, we received our first set of samples. And it's been an amazing accessory. It's, it's just, we're selling it all over the world. We're custom branding it for corporate, uh, for independent shops. Um, we're selling it on a retail level. We're also uh, approaching the hospitality industry And we're getting a remarkable response. And we're expanding the the product line. Originally, we started with six different samples, three in a vegan leather, three in a nylon, um, and three different colorways. And now we have our large one, which uh, safely stores and protects up to seven frames. Our original was up to four. And we've just recently designed our FB which stands for frame buddy and it's for those who travel light for one to two frames. And there's a little, um, a carabiner so that children can attach it to their knapsacks or school bags. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's very cool. And it readily and easily attaches to a sun visor so it can convert itself. And it's very practical, it's the size literally of a pencil case. And we believe we're going to do very, very well with it. So it's, it's, it's been a remarkable journey. And again, it came from a dream. So again, I, I want to reiterate, follow your dreams.
0: <laughs> I love that. You definitely follow your dreams. That's also like one of the motive where I try to capture everybody's stories because the stories are so beautiful and there is always something to learn. But I really loved how you just sketched an idea, approached and reached out to people on LinkedIn. You, you had, I would say like no idea what the end result would be, but you had an idea which instead of just letting it go you decided to take it forward and you know do something out of it even if it fails right even if you were able to make one product which you are using for yourself that would still have been such an amazing thing because you have designed something for your for your convenience So again, a huge shout out for all your efforts in doing and taking that initiative and reaching out to people, in talking to them, like designing something, spending six months and now expanding the line as well, thinking about light travelers, kids, you know, five pair holders, seven pair holders. I think that's phenomenal. And though you make it sound like all dream rosy and nice, It's not always the case. There are always some roadblocks, some challenges, and we also like to capture that part of your journey because that is something which shows your persistence as well as your passion. So tell us a little more about roadblocks.
1: Well, the number one roadblock was at the starting gate. We, uh, We created FTG, which stands for frames to go. We got our first set of samples on March 1st, 2020. And on March 13th, the nation and seemingly the world went on lockdown. Um, On day three, uh, on March 3rd or March 4th, I received a phone call from one of our reps who was so concerned that we wouldn't have enough stock and product to store and, and stock all these orders that he really, you know, he said, I really encourage you to ensure you have enough product. So we doubled down our first order. And unbeknownst to us, on March 13th, travel stopped. So the frames to go that was very appealing to the common traveler was no longer going to be traveled. So that was a bit of panic mode. We had to pivot, come up with some creative marketing, and create a brand, you know, uh, marketing campaign rather, uh, titled, We're Not Just For Travel. So we started to do videos of people losing frames in their home, uh, all types of catchy little fun things uh, to engage our audience and to appreciate that you could keep your FTG in your sock drawer and still use it practically every day. Or you could keep it in your purse. And if you're out and about and it starts to rain or the sun comes out, you can swap up your specs very easily. And, uh, you know, if your mood changes, whatever, you you are able now to have the flexibility of changing and swapping up your fashionista style with your glasses. So we wanted to focus more on, you know, uh, a movement, creating a movement to give us all this versatility and flexibility. So that was arduous. The beginning was a little rough, but our sales really have been phenomenal. We're so grateful to to our industry and to everybody who's come out and supported us and enjoyed our FTG. And I'm very proud to say that we haven't received one return and we've sold many. And uh, being an optical distributor, you could imagine when you sell glasses, you will have a few returns along the way, you know?
0: Absolutely. I think this is phenomenal that though, you know, it might sound that things are working great right now, but, as you rightly said, it happened at a very crucial time when you were just starting something, so even though now you're happy with the product, you have your m v p you're like, "Yes, now it's my moment, and you double down your order just because you want to make sure you're well stocked, and then the country shuts down sadly, so though we were all going through our own problems, but I really like one thing where you know that whenever there is a challenge, if you're truly passionate you will be you will be more creative and i think that also gave you an option to think beyond like just a travel pouch versus you know being uh, highlighting other use cases because of which i would say you know you would have thought of expanding this line as well so i'm, I'm saying in all in all i'm so glad that you did not uh stopped because of the panic situation but you kept going you were creative i think that's that's what who you are you were defined by creativity so i'm so happy that you know that though there were a few challenges you were able to overcome and give us this fabulous product for Thank everyone, you so I'll, be, I'll be dropping the link uh of the product for everyone to kind of Uh, have a look at it it's definitely a must-have for yourself as well as something for your office for your gifting for holidays like something that you should all think about because as she said it has a lot of options it can be customized and it is available globally so definitely do check it out and see if you know it's something that is of your interest you can reach out to me or Susie and like She's a a fantastic person. You can just message her on LinkedIn and she'll be more than happy to help you with it. Uh, So going back to, you know, all the questions, you shared some amazing stuff, but now we're going to step away from all the questioning and I'll want to go into a fun game segment, which is this or that. A very simple game where I'll be giving you two options. Pick the one that you prefer. Are you ready for the game segment?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Wonderful. Are you a dog person or a cat person?
1: A dog person.
0: Lovely. What do you prefer, a call or a text? A call. Glasses or contact lenses?
1: Oh, hands down glasses. (laughs) As many as I can wear. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wonderful. Online shopping or shopping in a store? Shopping Shopping in a store when i have uh, time absolutely are you a cake person or an ice cream
1: person both
0: both <laughs> all right oceans or mountains
1: oceans
0: wonderful uh, a horror movie or comedy comedy love it and movie or reading
1: oh wow um reading
0: okay wonderful and with that i'm so happy to know so much about you 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 did wonderful in that game congratulations once again before we let you go do you have a final takeaway message for all my listeners
1: yes absolutely uh i think that being creative having dreams following your passion is paramount. But so is your team. Surround yourself by really positive people who share your vision, grow a vision together, support each other, and be kind. Uh, and a good listener. That's, that's really important and key. And always wear cool glasses. It oh tells my God.
0: The, I love that. <laughs> it,
1: it, it tells the world who you are, who we are as a culture, as a community and as an industry. Thank you
0: love it love it love it love always wear cool glasses because you know being nerdy is the new cool thing so with that Susie, welcome to the nerdy family i'm so glad now you're part of us and thank you once again for your time really appreciate it and as she has setting example for all of us it's never too late so do pick up your passion your dream and follow it till the end thank you once again and it's been such a pleasure
1: Thank you so much. Have a good evening.